Hello, everyone, and welcome to Midtown Conversations on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and today we are diving into the world of art. Candace Leyland is a watercolor artist based in Kitchener's Central Frederick neighborhood, who also teaches locally both in person and online. If you follow her on Instagram, you'll notice she's been doing a lot of plein air painting. What's that? Well, we have Candace here to explain. Candace, welcome to Midtown Conversations. Hi, nice to be here. Hi, it's super nice to have you here. And uh, yeah, welcome to Midtown Radio, where I'm thrilled to chat with you today. So when I look through some of your work, I took a, a nice look through your website and your Instagram page. Uh, it's, it's clear that you draw a lot of inspiration from your surroundings. And I imagine this is because of the style of painting you discuss on your website called En Plein Air. What is plein air painting and what's the appeal for you? Uh, plein air painting, um, it's a French word just meaning outside, but it refers to any painting done on location and outside. So it dates back to the Impressionists. Um, when paints became really kind of portable, they mm -hmm. left their studios, they went out on plein air and they painted um, just stunning works and that tradition uh, kind of followed through and passed down through the generations and it just kind of refers to any outdoor painting today and something that I love to do a lot in my own practice. Mm -hmm, wonderful. What what drew you to this style versus, um, you know, taking a picture of something and heading back to a studio afterwards? Uh, that's a good question. Um, it's not, not necessarily like a specific style because it could be any uh, different style of paintings, but just painting outside is lovely. A lot of us artists, not everybody has a, a very glamorous studio setup. And if you could choose between painting in your kitchen table or painting outside in nature, like why not? Painting outside in nature is just this is a lovely activity. Uh, I totally agree. I was actually um, this week I was I'm working on a little embroidery craft and I decided to go like sit on my back deck this week and work on it. I was like, man, this is so much better. Why haven't I been doing this the entire time? <laughs> Especially uh, after the last couple of years that we've had, it's like we've been so kind of indoors for so long and now it's just like, let's get out. Exactly. Oh, I, I totally agree. And is there anything uh, that you've been recently working on or painting on uh, when you've been outside on your walks or any trips you've been taking lately? Uh, not a particular project. I just love the process of being outside and every new scene in front of you is just a brand new thing to capture. I love capturing the light, but I, I love painting plain air kind of in the city or, or on hikes or, or camping trips or things like that. Um, so I'm kind of, to be honest, a little all over the place. I just, whatever I kind of see and how it fits into my schedule, I just like to just get out and it's more of a process for me than like a project. I don't have like a, a body of work that I'm trying to create or any kind of goals. It's more of a like something to do to get out and actually to do it like jogging or running. It's more about the process, not necessarily about like a marathon that I'm training for, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I loved when I was looking through some of the the paintings that you have on your website. Like there is such a variety there. There's lots of beautiful flowers and kind of like more landscapes, trees and rivers. But then also there's um, like buildings as well, which I I guess I maybe hadn't have hadn't have thought of originally that you would obviously be painting buildings in your surroundings. I really loved. Um, the one you did of the famous downtown Kitchener landmark, the Aporia, I think it is, that yeah. like I always thought it was a sausage growing up. Some people think it's an intestine or something, that curly thing that sits outside of center in the square. Uh, what drew you to painting such a strange sort of landmark in the area? I always walk by it and I kind of love it. I think <laughs> I went to art school, so I have a, like an appreciation for uh, just kind of different styles of art. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I know that it's got this kind of love it or hate it kind of feel locally. Um, but to me, it's just kind of a, I, I think it's kind of beautiful in a weird way, which I feel like is a controversial thing to say. <laughs> um, but I just, I love it. That piece wasn't specifically plain air because it was actually done in the wintertime. So it was done from mm -hmm. a photo. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it was just, I am just kind of inspired by usually light on things, but it's just kind of something will, will kind of trigger you and say like, oh, you know, I'd love to paint that. I love the way the light's hitting it. And then you just I kind of like kind of ping pong around from like subject to subject based on what I kind of want to capture. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's a perfect representation of it. it. It actually made me appreciate it a lot more. Like I grew up here, so I always driving by, it was always like, hmm, what is that thing? But it, seeing it in like a, a proper painting was actually really beautiful. It, it definitely changed my appreciation of it a little bit. <laughs> it was funny posting it on uh, Instagram, all the, the reactions. And there were some very, people have strong opinions about that sculpture. They do. They do. So strange. <laughs> but I love it. Now, uh, you mentioned you went to art school. I'm wondering how long have you been painting watercolor for? And uh, what drew you to that? that medium watercolor is a bit new to me so when I went to art school I took mostly photography classes and we did darkroom you know back in the day we, I mm -hmm. think I didn't even have a digital camera at the time um, but I did mostly uh, acrylic painting and mostly you know art history classes and uh, photography but I didn't really pick up watercolors till about seven years ago so I picked up watercolor specifically because I wanted to get creative again. And I knew I had a young son and I didn't want to get into oil painting and smells. I had a very kind of small living space too. So I didn't want to deal with canvases. So watercolor kind of fit, it fit perfectly because it was so portable. It was kind of easy to, to pick up. And I just picked it up as a bit of a, a get back to art uh, creative hobby because it's been, it has been years since I'd been creative. I, like I said, I went to art school, you know, mm -hmm. and graduated and then, kind of took the the corporate um, kind of trail where I was working for banks and things like that for a bit. And then I was a stay-at-home mom. So kind of my get back to art was picking up watercolors. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Beautiful. And uh, so you've now been spreading this, this love of art with some other people in our community as well. I know that you teach in the community. Uh, what are some of the places that you teach at? I've taught at a whole bunch of different places over the last four years. I've worked with community centers. I was teaching at uh, Williamsburg Community Center, Homer mm -hmm. Watson, um, and I was teaching a bit at Uptown Gallery. Um, but to be honest, in the last, like since January, I've been mostly just teaching online um, on Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And uh, I mean, what is that like, you know, doing an art class online? Are there things that you love about it or hate about it? You know, how's that been going so far? It's been going, I think, better than I ever imagined. I think um, there are so many um, kind of people that I've met through it that I would never have met uh, kind of teaching the traditional way. I've taught people uh, kind of coast to coast. Mm-hmm. One time I did a course and a whole family signed up from across Canada. And this was at the height of lockdown. And wow. there was like an uncle that was like in you know Saskatchewan and then someone from the East Coast and they were taking the class together, but wow. online. So there's been these amazing opportunities that I never would have had otherwise. But there's so many other benefits that I really feel like teaching online is is here to stay. The demos, I've got a setup now where I have this top-down camera so people can see exactly what I'm painting. And the best part about it is it's a front row seat for everybody. And when you were doing demos in an art studio and you have like 10 people kind of crowded around you and you're painting this little square and trying to demonstrate (laughs) like how to do a flat wash, um, it's really difficult for people at the back or people that can't see. But this, like everyone has a front row seat in a Zoom class and it's been really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And are there different levels that you teach? Do you have like an intro class or, you know, a class for those who take watercolor, but are, or who have already done watercolor, but are looking to get a little bit better? Both for sure. And I think that's when you're kind of transitioning to becoming an art teacher, you have to figure out, okay, well, what, what do people want to learn? Like, I feel like I knew watercolors and I love painting florals and landscapes. And when you're developing your classes, you have to kind of figure out like, okay, well, who, who are my students? You know, what do they want? There are beginners, there are intermediate students. So I've done a bit of everything trying to find kind of what, what people are really looking to learn. So I've done like technique based classes. I've done paint night style style classes where we all work through the same painting. And then I've done more like instructional, like you said, beginner classes as well, or like, you know, like a four week introduction class. I do a lot of those as well. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you think that you might continue doing online classes? I mean, things are kind of starting to open up, but do you think this is a a medium that you might just continue with? I think so, for sure. I'd love to teach back in person. Mm -hmm. Um, Even I know things are opening up in the fall. And personally, I've been just a little bit hesitant. I'm more afraid that I'll set up classes and things will be kind of canceled or, you know, in back and forth. So I decided to wait one more uh, kind of season mm-hmm. before I get back to in-person, but I do love the Zoom classes. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that there's some positives coming out of that and you're able to do some painting. Like, that's amazing. People across the country are now able to, you know, access someone right in our own community for professional painting lessons. That's that's really, really amazing. Yeah. Um, now, for someone that's looking to maybe try watercolor for the first time or the first time in a long time, what's some advice that you would give them? Um, I feel like the best advice that I usually give kind of beginner students is to to really buy some nice um, paper that makes the biggest difference. Mm. Um, sometimes when you're just wanting to pick up something and try, you don't necessarily invest in like kind of high quality supplies. And watercolor of all the different media really does kind of matter what you're starting with. So I find that a lot of beginners will start and they maybe go to like a dollar store and they have, you know, they bought watercolor supplies and then the results, it's it's very difficult to create um, kind of beautiful washes and things like that. And you really kind of push up against some of the supplies. So I'd say probably, you know, invest in like a really nice paper. You don't necessarily have to have good brushes or good paints, but make sure you, you know, kind of set yourself up for success and, and maybe 
uh, buy some, some nice paper. I think that's, and it's such a simple thing, but, mm-hmm. and also be, be kind to yourself. Like watercolor is, has that reputation of being you know, completely unforgiving and, and, mm-hmm. and very difficult. So it's, it's really common for the, your first try to just be a disaster. So sometimes sticking through those kind of first kind of, you know, messy, terrible paintings and, and really <laughs> sticking, sticking through it. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, I I have to say I have tried watercolor in the past. And the minute that that blob of too watery paint, you know, drips and runs into something else, it's certainly a moment of frustration. But the end result after a while of working at it is just so beautiful. So yeah, I definitely agree. That's some great advice for someone. Stick with it. And don't worry if the first one's a blobby mess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it really is like once you learn a few techniques, it, you kind of can hit the ground running and then everything kind of just snowballs. But it's really, I feel like there's a bit a bit of a steeper learning curve with watercolors compared to any other painting mediums. Like with acrylic and the traditional kind of paint nights, you like put the paint there, it stays there and it's, you know, you mix it first and then you're just kind of placing it. But you really have to kind of learn like a handful of techniques with watercolor before you really uh, can hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Of course. Now, um, because our, our radio station is all about uh, all things local, I'm wondering if you had to pick a place uh, in the Waterloo region to go paint en plein air outside, uh, what is one of your top picks? I know that's a tricky question. <laughs> oh, that is because like I'm, I'm always out. I love the Walter Bean Trail. I love anywhere oh, nice. along the Grand River. And there's so many little spots along that whole trail because it goes like from, you know, Waterloo right to over to like fairway and everything. So I think mm-hmm. I'd probably say the, you know, the, the Walter Bean trail, which is probably cheating because it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It encompasses a little bit of everything though. You get some trees, some water, some, you know, probably some flowers along the way. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but even gardens, backyards are lovely little mm-hmm. parks there's a little park um, over on East Avenue and it's just uh, right across from the odd and there's some trees there. And sometimes I just go there and it's not a scenic uh, kind of stunning landscapey park, but there's still beautiful things to paint there too. And the important thing is to be outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love when um, I love those little kind of hidden parks sometimes that are tiny and you don't always catch them on the first glance, but, but then they can become, like the most special little hideaways just to have a moment to sit or, or of course paint or draw or read or something. That's, that's so special. I think that's something really neat about um, this way of painting. It kind of, it, it forces you to go outside and find new places, right? Because you're looking for that next bit of inspiration. So you're kind of uh, forcing yourself to go out and explore a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. it's like a mindset thing too like once you start looking for things to paint too it just you see things to paint everywhere mm-hmm. but I think when you're first starting plein air painting we get into that kind of like landscape mentality where you need to have this uh you know stunning vista with like sky and water and everything and then the more you get going the more just like some kind of like corner or just like an alleyway or something will start to inspire you and just you find that you can't go on a walk without finding somewhere that you want to paint Awesome. Thanks so much, Candice. Well, this is giving me a lot of inspiration to maybe go out on a walk later this week and uh, see some different sights around around town and see how the light is hitting things in different ways. Um, for anyone looking to get in touch about a class or see some of your work, how would you suggest they connect with you? 
Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, all my classes are listed on my website, CandiceLelandArt.ca. But I am on Instagram more than I should be <laughs> every single day. And that's probably the easiest place to, to find me and, and contact me. Wonderful. That's so great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This was super fun. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been a great first experience with uh, radio. <laughs> Wonderful. I've been chatting with local artist Candace Leyland all about her beautiful en plein air watercolor paintings. Be sure to check out her website to find prints, classes, and a little inspiration. This has been Midtown Conversations. I'm Alison Dijak and have a great rest of your day.